0: Hey, friends, and welcome to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. Words matter. Your words matter. And far too often in my career as a clinical psychologist, and even now, I've heard people use a word that becomes predictive of their quality of life without them even That word is the word my, my. You know, my dog, my house, my car, my life. How about these? My anxiety, my depression, my situation, my fear, my anger, problem, right? My problem. So, what's the big deal? Why does it matter if I say my anxiety? Well, anxiety. Is a feeling. Unfortunately, it's become a word, a diagnostic label, as it were, and for many of us, it's a self imposed label, but it's become a label to define the way we process information, the way we process our feelings. How we process our feelings, our thoughts, we all have certain tendencies, for sure, from the womb, and we all develop habits, thought habits. You guys have stuck around for any length of time. You know, this is what I talk about. Your thoughts are merely habits. And yes, you do have the power to change them. Even when it comes to things that we have turned into big, giant, scary things that really aren't big, giant, scary things, but we've made them big, giant, scary things. Even when it comes to things like anxiety and depression. You see, we've turned those into a noun as if they are some living, viable, breathing coming for you source that's outside of you and you have zero influence over it. You have no power over it. It has all this power over you. For many of you, this may be new to hear. You may have been told throughout your life that your anxiety or your depression is something you are going to have to deal with. You're going to struggle with. Yes, I've heard professionals say that word to people say this prediction speak this over people's lives that yes you're going to struggle with this for your entire life well my friends that is untrue what is true is that as you believe so shall you be so if you believe that you are going to struggle with something for the rest of your life if you really believe that and that's not a judgment it's just is that what i'm telling myself? is that the thought that i have believed all of all of this time that this thing my anxiety my depression has all of this power over me if that's what you believe then you are going to live a life that struggles you're going to live that life that you feel like you're just surviving From time to time, you're going to live a life that says my anxiety or my depression dictates what I can and what I can't do. It's to blame for what I do or don't do. It's to blame for my relationship problems. It's to blame for my career or my work problems. No, friends. Anxiety, depression, those are feelings and they're self-ascribed states. Basically, we apply this label to ourselves. We claim it with the word my And we say, it's mine. It's part of me. It becomes a part of our identity. When we claim ownership of something, like a feeling, we basically stop there. The thoughts stop there. Well, this is just my anxiety and this is my depression. Or, you know, you've probably heard somebody say, my anxiety was so bad today. As if it's a runaway freight train. And listen, let me tell you, I know that stuff can be a runaway freight train in your minds. I've lived A lot of those moments, and I'm sure I'm going to live a lot more, but I do know this. I do know that when it comes, I choose to take power over it rather than become subservient to it, letting it own me because I choose to own it. So you'll never hear me say my anxiety. You'll hear me say, yes, I get anxious. Mm -hmm. That's a feeling I get. Yes, I have panic attacks. Yeah, I do. But it's not my panic attack problem. It's not my anxiety. Do I get sad? Yes. Have I been really sad in my life? Absolutely. But I don't claim it. I don't claim it as my own because I don't want it to stick around. And friends, when we call something our own, we cling to it unknowingly. I mean, nobody would say they want to cling to anxiety or they want to cling to depression. But when we use the word my and we cling to it, we take ownership, we actually personify a feeling and we give that feeling power. And then that feeling has power over us. We start to make excuses for why we can or can't do something because we've elevated that feeling to a seat of authority in our lives. And here's the truth. Whatever you choose to belong to you, whatever you choose to own. There's a key word here. I want you to listen to that repetitive word I'm saying. Whatever you choose to be a part of your life, whatever you choose to be a part of your identity, it is your choice. The common word in each of those statements that I just said was choose. I am certainly not without compassion, friends. If you've been told a lie your whole life, that this thing has a grip on you, that it is yours, that it belongs to you and that it is part of your identity and you will never get rid of it. If you've been told that lie, I have compassion for you. And it's not easy to stop believing that lie, but it is possible. It's possible to begin to Use your feelings for what they are, for information, not as fact, not as part of your identity, not as part of who you are, not as this living, viable force outside of you of which you have no influence over. Friends, you have no control over the fears and the doubts and the angst and the wondering and the sadness and even dark, dark thoughts. You have no control over those thoughts when they come into your mind. That's just the way our brains work. Sometimes, though, we have nurtured and we've owned and we've possessed for so long a thought that it becomes a part of us and we start to believe it as truth. We start to believe that this is my lot in life. This is as good as it gets. This is what I have to look forward to. There is an alternative. You have 100% control over what you do with the thoughts when they arrive. You don't have to invite them in for a cup of coffee and say, Oh, anxiety, tell me more about how much I can't function. Tell me more about how this event in my life is going to blow me over. Tell me more about how weak I am. We don't have to do that. We don't have to invite depression to the table for a cup of tea or for a glass of wine and say, tell me more about how miserable my life is. Tell me more about how nobody cares about me. Tell me more. Because listen, when you invite those things in, you claim them as your own, you invite them to have a seat at your table, the table of your mind. You then begin to give them authority and you then begin to lean in and listen. As they snicker and snarl and wave their taunts in front of your face and steal every speck of joy that you have. Because that's what they'll do. You might think you own your anxiety or your depression, but the problem is that eventually you turn over all authority to those thoughts and feelings. You no longer say, oh, there you are again, anxiety. I see you. But no, you're not allowed to have a seat at the table. You see, it's about recognizing your feelings It's about exercising a different thought habit in response to that than the one that you've known and used maybe for your entire life. I invite you to use that simple strategy. Just try it. Instead of going, oh, no, there's my anxiety. Oh, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, my goodness. I'm so nervous. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I'm going to die. Oh, my goodness. My heart is beating out of my chest. I know those feelings. I know those thoughts. Instead, we say, there you are again. I see you. You're allowed to come knocking, but you're not allowed to come in. You're not allowed to have any authority or dominion in my thought world. That takes daily effort, my friends, and you can expect to fall off the thought wagon as it were, the thriving thought wagon. But I encourage you to lean into that posture, to feel the burn, to let it work, to let that muscle that maybe you never even knew you had, let it begin to strengthen. And yeah, it's going to hurt in the process because you're doing something different. But John C. Maxwell said, if you want something different in your life, you have to do something different. So my friends, look at your life right now, your anxiety, as you might call it, your depression, as you might call it, you would use the words, my anxiety, my depression. Do you want them to be yours? If you fast forward it 365 days onto February 19th of 2022, do you still want what you refer to as your anxiety and your depression, to have a seat at your table. If you don't, then it's time to change the thoughts that you believe about depression and anxiety. It's time to give up ownership. In fact, it's time to disown anxiety and depression, recognize them for feelings that they are, recognize that they have no authority, and recognize that you have the power to open the door and invite them to the table or to simply recognize them and tell them to stay put. That literally is one simple strategy you can start using right now. It's worked for me, but you can't try it once and say, well, that didn't work. You have to be willing to try this new thought habit every single time until you're exhausted. That's the level of work that it takes for you to go from my anxiety to, oh, there's anxiety again. It's going to take concerted, consistent effort from you, my friends. That's why I'm here. This is last call, at least on the podcast, for my Thought Warrior 33 day basic training, thought transforming program. I'd love to have you there. You get me for 33 days to help you develop this habit. If you want to learn to really know what it means in your daily life to practically speak truth over the lies, to find out what the lies are in the first place, find out what am I believing? Is it true? Is it a lie? Have I been told wrong? Am I believing the wrong thing? In a lot of cases, we are. How do you speak truth over that in the moment, in those really dark alone space moments where it's really, really hard? And how do you break free from those old habits that aren't serving you well, like laying claim or laying ownership to anxiety and depression? It starts Monday, February 22nd. Hey, just email me, drsherryspeaks at gmail.com, or you can message me on Instagram at speaks. Or you can visit my Facebook shop and you can register right there and get all the details of the program at Dr. Sherry. Are you ready to change the lies you've believed? Are you ready to put in the work? Are you ready to feel the burn? Join me for TW33. You will truly be transformed from thought victim to thought warrior. Also, my friends, if you want to be a part of my Thriving Thoughts texting community, all you need to do is text the word Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, 2540-369-2139, and you'll get three text messages per week from me straight to your inbox, and yes, you do get the opportunity to engage with me there. My friends, as always, I speak all these words to you with the truth in love. Until next time, my friends, remember to speak truth over the lies, and you too will thrive in any and